Daf Tzadi test. We're starting at the bottom of Tzadi Chesim Beis. Tan Rabbanon, Charutzim Hayu Krashim. That the Krashim, they had grooves. Okay, so they kind of look like two forks on the bottom. And the Chalulim Hayu Adonim, the Adonim, um, the sockets fit into that. Okay, so meaning the two so- the, the two grooves went into the socket, and that's what held it up. So we discussed yesterday, right? We discussed the. Um, uh, we discuss. I'm okay. It's fine. I'm, I'm not doing Zoom. Not not for this. No. Okay. Okay. Now, because I just repositioned the thing. It's fine. Okay. Um, okay. So the the grooves in the crushing fit into the adonim, and that, according to at least Reb Nechemia, the adonim were showing. Venirin karasim balulas. This is a totally different thing. So we did, remember we discussed yesterday. We said that. You had uh, the top, the cover of the Mishkan, where the bottom one was uh, four ten fours, right? Ten times four, no, and then well, four times twenty-eight, and then ten of fours, five and five sewn together, and then they were connected with hooks. And then on the top one, it was five and six, and, and the hooks connected and divided in the middle of the Mishkan. So, uh, so we said v'nira krasim balula ois kikoychavim barakia. And when they looked up, right, they saw the, the lower covering, which was exactly in the middle, right in the middle of the Mishkan. And um, it looked like stars in the sky, the gold hooks or whatever it was, the Nechayshis. No, it was gold hooks. The, the gold hooks. There were rings and then hooks. There were rings and hooks, yeah. So, so that, they look like stars. Like we explained yesterday, those were made out of cloth. So and the upper, the outer covering of the roof of the Mishkan, that was Shalmaise Izim. That was made out of hides. And actually, the outer ones were greater Chachma. Greater than the um, level of artisanship that was required in the upper ones was greater than the lower ones. The ilvatachtonis ksiv. What is the pasuk saying when we talk about the un- the one- the ones that were on the bottom? V'chol isha chachmas tavu. That every woman who was chachmas leiv means like a, right wise that she was an art right she was a, a craftsman craftsperson. Tavu, she spun with her hands. Ve'ilu belyonis. What does it say by the upper ones? It says ve'chol hanoshim asher nasa liban oisana bechachma. That all the women that nasa liban oisana bechachma. And Rashi says that that is a higher level than what we said before of isha chachma slave. So what we're saying is, it was a higher level of artisanship, of craftsmanship required to create the upper ones. Uh, what does it say? That they actually to prepare, they, they actually um, to, to create the upper uh, coverings, they washed, the, the animal was washed on the animal itself, and they spun the threads on the animal itself. So that was a great chachma uh, that they were able to, uh, they were uh, master, master, um, Ureos makers, uh, cover, coverers. Okay, shtegazustrois. So, going back to the Mishnah, what we said was that if we had, you had a, we're just arriving down the middle, you had one porch, I'm a picture of an apartment building on one side of the street, one porch 
an apartment building on the other side of the street and you throw for, from one to the other across the Rosh Hashanah we said that you're going to be potter because that's not the way it was, uh, it was done in the, well, if you throw or actually carry, right? You carry across above 10 that from one Rosh to the other Rosh you're going to be potter because it's not the way it was done in the Mishkan. Like we explained, the way it was done in the Mishkan was that you had two wagons. There were two wagons, two by two on this, right? Two by two, one behind, one in front, and they would pass back. So now, Amarav, we're going to discuss the wagons. Amarav, Mishum Rabichia, Agalois, in regards to these wagons that they use to hold the Krushim, Tachteem, like we discussed, Tachteem, Uveneem, Vitsidehem, that under the wagons, on the, so- the sides of them, in between them, it was all Rishus Harabim. Okay? So Amarabaya, Bain Agala, Le Agala, between wagon to wagon, Kimaloi, Oirech Agala. So we know how long was the wagon? What was the length of the wagon? It was five. Right? Remember we discussed the crushing, the, the three stacks of crushing, or the four stacks of crushing. So the length was five. So you had five, right? Five, five. And in between, you had a space of five. Okay? Vakama Arech Agala. Hey, Amos, it was five. Lamali, so the Gemara wants to understand why, again, we discussed this in yesterday's Gemara, but why did we need five? Why did we need five? We could have just, Bedalad Upalga Sagi would have been good enough with four and a half. Now, at this point, and Mepharsh have discussed exactly why, remember, we, we said yesterday we only need four, right? Help yourselves. Thanks. So, um, no problem. So we discussed that uh, it, it could have been, right, we said it could have been f- four stacks and four would have been enough because you put it on the one homicide. Right. Or we said it's, you put it on the one and a half homicide and there's three stacks. So at this point, the Gemara is saying that, you know, either way, I think um, I saw one of the Farshim brought down that at the time when the Nasim brought it, the question isn't why did they use, well, why did the Nasim give Agolois that were five? They didn't seem at that point didn't know which way it was going to go. So even if they were going to put it flat, they would still only need four, four and a half. Okay? So the Gemara wants to know, right? If it's at one and a half and it's three stacks, even on that sod, that Lamali Bidalid Upaga Sagi. So the Gemara says, Kihechi, Doi Lidchu Krushim. So you know why they did it? They did it so that the Krushim don't. Um, they, they, they have, you have to leave some space because if they're too close to each other, then it's going to, one's going to push against the other. Amarava, tzide agala, the sides of the agala. So what are we talking about here? Kimolei roichav agala. So the sides of the agala, Rashi explains, is defined as the space from the wheel, the uh, axle, and then the inner board on each side. Okay, so you had on each side, and I did a little picture here on the chart, if you see. So the Agala, you have a wheel, like a little, a little bit of an axle showing, and then the sideboard of the Agala, the, side, the, the long side of the dolly. And then on the other side, you have a wheel, the axle, long side of the dolly. So this picture is not to scale, um, because I did crop it and I moved it around a little. But what we're saying is, is that the, uh, the, the amounts from the, each sideboard all the way through the wheel, those, if you add those two spaces, is the same as the width of the agala. So the width of the agala was two and a half, and then each, on each side, the sideboard, the axle, and the wheel was one and a quarter. So you have one and a quarter, one and a quarter, and then two and a half equals a total of five. And that's what the Gemara is saying. Clear? No. Okay. Okay. 
Yeah, wheel, wheel, axle, side. No, no, no. So what are we saying? No, no, no. That's not. That's, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about here the wheel, the oh, axle, yeah. and the side of the uh -huh. wagon. That's one and a quarter. The wheel, the axle, the side is one, one and a quarter. quarter, and that's so that's one and a quarter. One and a quarter is two and a half, and that's two and a half here. And that's the five. Total. And, and, and that's, that's the five. When we say five. When we, we say five wide, when we say that the goals were five wide, what we're saying is five. They were five by five. They were five long. That was actually the space of five long. And on the width, it was five, but half of the space was actually, you know, a dolly, and half of it was divided between the two wheels and sideboards and axle. Okay, so. Um, so the Gemara wants to understand why did we need it to be two and a half wide? It would have been good enough with one and a half. Why did I need two and a half? So the Gemara says, so that the Krushim don't wobble, right? Imagine you have these 10 Amma Krushim, they're sitting on, a, a, spanning across the width of only one and a half Amma, they're going to wobble to the side as it travels, but two and a half is enough to keep it balanced. Okay. Um, okay, so now what, what we're explaining, and, and that's where I put the picture here, which is a copy of the picture you have there, is that, so you have the Krushim, right? They sit two on the, right? So it's 10 and 10, mm -hmm. right? So five, five was over the space of each. So on each, let's say each set of Krushim, you had five, right in the middle, well, two and a half, but really, and then if you count the wheels, so a total of five was covered by the Agala, mm -hmm. and then you had two and a half on each side, mm -hmm. right? So then you had, right, so five starting from the Agala, uh, five, then you had an airspace of five in between the two Agalas, right? Because you had the Krushim of two and a half for each set, and then, right, if you look at the picture, they did it like there's an overlay, and then you have five of the Agala. So now we're going to discuss how big is your We know your is how big? 16 hours. So the Gemara is going to ask the following question. El de Kaimelon. Derech Shisarabim Sheshisrayama. Anam de Gamidalam in Mishkan. The Mishkan Chamesrehava. Amsa Yusero. Oh, right. So I don't understand. It's only 15. It's five. Five in between and five. So how do we get to 16? So the Gemara says. Amsa Yusero Hava. There was one extra Ama. Dehava Koi Ben Levi. That the levy used to stand on the outside of the agala. It was actually only a half a ama on each side. That's how much a half a ama was with the amount uh, it took a person to, to stand. And each side had a levy that would sit in between the crush. Remember, there were, uh, uh, there were four stacks on each, the way we ended up coming out. And there were two and two. And in between the two, where the rings were, right? In between the two, where you had an ama space, a levy would stand there, and that would add a half a ama to the width on each side. And what he would do, if the crushim would wobble, so he would put them back. If he, as the wagons were traveling, he started to see it coming loose, so he would fix it back there. So therefore, since that was integral to the avoid of the crushim, the overhang on the outsides, that wasn't integral to the avoid of the crushim. But since the levy was integral to the avoid of the crushim, to be able to transport them, so we count that into the 16 Amas of Rosh Fine. Zak de Mishnah. Cholias habar vasel. We're moving on to Tarly Nusugya. If you have the hole of a bar and, and or a rock. So let's say, what is cholias habar? It's the outer rim. Let's say you're digging a bar, right? So where do you put the dirt? You put the dirt on the outside of the bar. So now that gets added to the bar. 
So let's say you had a bar that was nine and you dug one and put it on the outside of the rim, that would be mashlam the bar to ten. Or a rock, shehen gavayin asara, barach that are ten by four, hanoitel mehem v'hanoisen al-gabon, someone who takes from them or puts on them, chayif. You're going to be chayif, pachas mikan, pater. Less than dalit al-dalit or yud, you're going to be pater. So the Gemara wants to know, lamali lamisni chulyos habar, why do we have to say that case? If, Rose, I understand why we brought, the Mishnah brought a case of bar and why the case of bar, a sella. Bar is down, sella is up. So we're trying to say that there's a case of four by four, ten deep, and a case of four by four, ten high. But why did I have to say the case of cholius? Just say bar. Right? Let me say cholius habar vasella. Listen, you have bar vasella. So I'm say, hey, let the Rabbi Yechanan. It's a proof to Rabbi Yechanan. The Amr Rabbi Yechanan. Bar vacholius el mitztarif and lasara. That a pit and its cholius are going to be mitztarif. Tanya nami hachi. We see this concept. Right, don't think that you need a, a, a bona fide bar that the choyas do count. And if you have a bar that is 10 deep and 4 by 4, if you're in the Rishas Arabim, you can't fill from it. You're, it is a Rishas, it's in Rishas Ayachid, right? The water from the bar is a Rishas Ayachid, the bar is Rishas Ayachid, so you can't fill to Rishas Arabim. Unless you make a Mechitza around, that is 10 Tzvachim high, around the bar, and now you create an area of Rishas Ayachid, and then you could walk into that area and you can take water. And you can't drink from the bar. Your head, so what you do is you put your body and your head into the bar, and now you're in the Rosh Hashayachid, and now you can drink from the Rosh Hashayachid. But what's the point of this, Baisa? Right, so we see this concept that a bar and its choyos don't think there's a havamina, I guess. Don't think that a bar is only 10 deep, or it has to be either 10 deep or 10 high. Kamash Mulan, bar that you could be mitzvah for two of them to make an area that's 4 by 4 and 10 high. Let's say you have a pillar versus a rabbin, gavayyod v'rachav dalad, 10 high, 4 wide, v'zarak v'nach al gabav, you throw on the top of it, mahu. What's going to be the din? Miyamrinan, hari akira be'iser. You have an akira, right? So when you have a pillar that's four by four and ten high, you have Rishas HaYachad. So now you're throwing from Rishas HaRabim to the top of that pillar. So you had an akira Rishas HaRabim, you have a hanachah Rishas HaYachad, so you have all the ingredients you need to be chayv, except for one thing. In order to land on something that's four by four and ten high, it has to go above ten. Above ten in Rishas HaRabim is... So now we want to know. It comes from a Makam Patur. You're not going to have, you're not going to, uh, you're not going to have Chiv. You're not going to have an Akira and Anacha. You're not going to have a normal transfer, a Hitzar, Rishos from Rishos Rabbim to Rishayachid, and therefore you're going to be Pater. So Amalei. So he responded, that is our Mishnah, right? What does our Mishnah say? If you throw on top of a rock that's 10, then you're going to be chayef. So we see, it must be to get it on top of a rock that's 10 high, you threw whatever object, the ball. It doesn't matter what you threw. It must have gone above 10 to land on top of the rock. So LMI, we see that's our Mishnah. So also Shaila Rabbi Yisif, they came and asked Rabbi Yisif, "Nu, what do you say?" Amalei Masisani, yeah, it's our Mishnah. Also Shaila Rabbi, they came and they asked Rabbi, Amalei Masisani, yeah, it's our Mishnah. Amalehu, Kulcha Beroika Hadadadi Tafichu. You guys are all spitting the same, uh, spitting in the same direction, sitting in the same, spit, spitting the same spit. Meaning you guys are all following each other on this train of logic. 
Amar lay, so they said, what are, you, what are you talking about? What are you about? You don't agree that it's our Mishnah. The Mishnah says, You take from them or put on them, you're going to be Chayev. Why are you going to be Chayev? It's going above 10. So Amar lay, no. Dilma masnisin b'machat. You know what our Mishnah is talking about? It's talking about a needle. So the Gemara says, well, well how is that going to answer anything? That what? You took a needle and you threw it or placed it, took it from Rishas Rabin, right? At the bottom of the Mishnah. It said, you took it and you put it on top of the rock. So it's a needle. So, okay, big deal, it's a needle. A needle is still, if the rock is 10, the needle is still going above 10. So, uh, right? So, I'm like, Dilma Masnisa Machat. Practicing Gemara, Machat Nami Yafshid Loi Medalia Porta. It must go a little bit above 10. Even though a needle is very small, it's still something. It's going to be above 10, right? Yeah. So, so the Gemara says, the Islay Morsha, that this rock has a, a protrusion. It has something, a ledge coming out of it. And that ledge, Zakt Rashi, has a din of Tzideh, which is Hayyachid. And the needle, the ledge is less than 10. But since the entire rock is 10, you have a weird shaped rock, something, you know, jutting out of the rock. And when we said Zark Gaba, we meant on top of the ledge that's part of this rock that is four by four ten high. That is Rishayachid. Does that make sense? One second. We want to bring a right from our Mishnah that, that it's time. Correct. So why don't we just say that our Mishnah, why don't we answer that our Mishnah says Naisim and Naital? We already said that carrying something on your shoulder above ten is regular carrying. Yeah, so so, well, so just say that this is regular carrying. So we're trying to say I, I think I think our Mishnah of Naisim and Naital is Labdafka. That's the way that we're understanding it. We're understanding it as Labdafka, that even if it lands on top there, Nice of a is is just, I think it's just a way of an expression of saying that it's subject to Rishus Hayachid. I don't think it's Dafka talking. We're talking about the Rishus here. We're not talking about, I think that's the way we understand this. We're not talking about the action that you did. We're talking about the Rishus. And it, it, it is a, uh, the point is that Barbachliyose, Anasela, I think, yeah, that hit me as well. But I think that that's what we're saying is, is that Barbachliyose and the rock have a din of a Rishus Hayachid. So it happens in Rosh Hashayachid. However, it gets there. Our so it happened to be saying our Mishnah happened to be saying that Nas, Natal Venasan, but they these Amaraim understood it that it is Rosh Hashayachid, and therefore, if you threw on top of it, you'd also be Chayiv. Okay, but a definitely uh, good point. Okay, so. Anyway, so what are we saying? We're saying that a machat's not going to work, right? So we said that what happened? You had a morsha, you had a protrusion sticking out, right? Sticking out. You had a protrusion sticking out, and, right, the, the, the protrusion was less than 10. And um, what we say is that is going to be considered chayri, which is hayachid. And when the, when the Gemara said you put it on the rock, it didn't mean you put it on the top of the rock, but you put it on the top of the protrusion that's, on the, that's coming out of the rock. Inami, or you have another case of deramya bacharitza, that there was a charitza, there was a, 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 a hole on the top of the rock, like kind of like a, a hole on the top portion of the rock. And that's where you threw it in there. Bottom line is, it never went above 10. And what this Amira is saying, you have no raya to your Shiloh from our Mishnah. Our Mishnah could be talking about a case where it never went above 10. And therefore, the Shiloh can still stand. So like a hole on the top of the rock? Yeah, like... Uh, it's on top of the rock, right? it's still going above. No, 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 but it's, it's on the top portion. There's a hole on the top portion of the rock. Oh. Yeah, like, or on the side, like, where the, I almost envision, like, a U-shaped, you know, kind of like... Some sort of channel on the 
Yeah, like a channel on the top and you throw it in there. But again, since the top, and it's very interesting, since the top of this Dalit al Dalit Yud High is an airspace of Rishis Hayachid, Chayre Rishis Hayachid, right, applies to the airspace of Rishis Hayachid. So there's a hole facing the airspace of Rishis Hayachid, and we're going to consider Rishis Hayachid. Amar Amesha. Okay, we have another Shiloh now. We have a few interesting Shilohs over here. Amar Amesha. Ba'i Rabbi Yechanan. Kaisal Rishis Hayachid. You have a wall in Rishis Hayachid. Gabay Yod. Be'enoi Rachav Arba. Okay, 10 high, and it is not for wide. And it is surrounded. So, you, okay, what happened here was you had a Rosh Hashanah and then you had something that's called a Karfaith. Okay, and we've discussed this before. That is a Karmelis that is surrounded by walls, but it is really large, larger than what's called Beis Asayim. So, even though it's surrounded by walls, we're still going to call it a Karmelis not a Rosh Hashayachid, because it is too large, unless there's one way to turn that into a Hashayachid, and that's called being Mukaf Ladira. So what happens if you had, next to Rosh Hashayachid, you had a, a walled-off area, okay, that was a Carmelis, and you made it into Rosh Hashayachid, either you, sh- you, you cut it down to either less than a base Hashayim, or you made it Mukaf Ladira, you, you surrounded it in order to build a house there, right? So you, you made a wall specifically to turn it to Rishayachid. So we want to know, Vizarak Vinach Al Gabav. You throw it onto the top of this wall. So we know that the wall will make the area inside of it a Rishayachid. What about the top of that wall? That was a Carmelis wall. Okay. Mahu, Miyamrinan Kivin Ti Inhu Rachav Dalid, Makam Peturhu. Sorry, Kivan De Enoi Rachav Dalid, since the wall itself is not four wide. The wall itself is not a Rosh Hayachid. So then what? Makapaturhu. It is at the top of the wall is Makapatur. Aidilma Kimanda so Rosh Hayachid, since the wall was useful in making Rosh Hayachid, Kiman Damal Yadami. We'll consider it as if it's all full. And what do we say if it's all full? What at the top of a house? What's the din of a roof of a house? It's Rosh Hayachid, right? We say the walls go up. So these walls are now considered like the, the walls of Rosh Hayachid, even though they themselves are not Chashib, and the top of it has a din of Rosh Hayachid. Amar Ula, Kal V'chaymer. We have a Kal V'chaymer here. If these walls are good enough walls to make a Mechitza for the airspace inside of it to turn into Rosh Hayachid, so then La'atzmai, to make the top of them themselves, the top of these walls, Rosh Hayachid, Lekol Shikain. It marnami, you have a wall yud. Ten high, and it is not four wide, a of Karmas, and it's surrounding a Karmas, if you throw on top of this wall, Chayiv. Because if the walls are good enough to make a mechitza to turn the airspace inside of them into a for sure it's good enough to turn the top of the wall into a Rishayachid. Another Shaila, Bay Rav Yechanan, Bar Tishava Akar Memenu Cholya. It's a great Shaila. Let's say you have a bar, okay, that is nine. And then you dig out one tefach of the bottom of the bar, okay? And you, take, and you dig that out and you dump it on the top. So now you've now finished, you've now made a Makam 10. You've now made a rim, that's one tefach, and the bar is nine. So you took it from the bar, you took it from something that was not a Rishis Hayachid, and you made the Rishis Hayachid at the same time that you did the Akira in the Rishis Hayachid. Yeah, but the, the Rishis Hayachid only became Rishis Hayachid after. Good, perfect. Okay, so 
Good, perfect. Do we say that that happened at the same time? Do we say they came at the same time and now you had the Akira and the Mechitza come at the same time and therefore it's going to be... Um, you're going to be chayiv, or you're not chayiv. The imtim tzolaymar, like you wanted to say, if you want, right, imtim tzolaymar, kivan deloyav, and mechitza asara meikara, since you didn't have the mechitza of 10 in the beginning, so therefore, loyimachayiv, you didn't have a good akira, so therefore, right, so you, you like, exactly like you were asking, when you took the dirt, it wasn't roshayachid, so loyimachayiv, what about the other way? What happens, baryud, v'nasal l'teicha What happens if you take a bunch of dirt, and you re-level the floor, you raise the floor of a bar. Right now, when you took it, the cholya, when you took from the cholya, that was part of the rishayachid, you took from it, and then you dumped it on the floor of the bar, you raised the floor, and now it's not... We want to know. Umi'ata mahu, ka'asu. Do we say that the hanacha and the removal of the mechitza happen at the same time? And therefore, mechayev, right? It happens at the same time. And therefore, as you're putting down the mechitza, you're removing it. But there is a hanacha in the yud as you're taking the mechitza away. Or, oi, loy mechayev. Okay? Or do we say you're not going to be chayev, right? No, so you, what you said was exactly what the Gemara said, the intim silver in the first case. When you dig from the bottom of the bar and you make the makam yud, so like you said, you didn't have an akira from a rishayachid. So maybe there's a sad to say you're not going to be chayev because you didn't have a rishis hayachid. When you did the akira, it wasn't a rishis hayachid. But what happens if the other way, you take from the top of the bar... Shouldn't it start from the aschala? Huh? Shouldn't it start from the, from the beginning of what I'm doing? The beginning no, of the, the tab- In the second case, it's if you're taking it from the rishis and putting it... Yeah, we're taking... From, take, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yes, you're right, right, right. I'm sorry, yes. You take... I'm oh, sorry. I did not mean from the top of the bar. You take, from, you take dirt... You take a mound of dirt from the rishis harabim... You bring it into your bar and you dump it down. Oh, I thought they were trying to say if we had a rim or whatever it was already, and then I just took half my. No, I, yeah, I said that and I confused you, and, and I'm sorry, and that was wrong. I thought it was like a vice versa. No, no, no. So oh, okay. here, here we're saying, there what we're saying was you dug from the bar to be mashlam the rim. That was the first case, okay, and that's where we said intim salaymar, as you were trying to say that intim salaymar that you're not going to be mechayev because when you took it. It, was, it wasn't Yud. What happens if I take a mound of dirt, correct, from Rosh Hashanah and I dump it into the bar? So I dump it into the bar. Now I had an, I had an Akira from Rosh Hashanah I carry it into Rosh Hashanah I dump it down Rosh Hashanah except that when I, as I'm dumping the dirt, it's destroying my Rosh Hashanah So do we say that or no? Do we say that it's destroying and you're going to be chayiv? Or do we, uh, sorry, do we say that as you're putting it down, there is still Rosh Hashanah and you're going to be chayiv? Or... As you're putting it down, you're destroying it and you're going to be potter. So the Gemara answers, Tipshit Lebedi Day. Rav Yechanan, this is Rav Yechanan asking the Shiloh. We have a Rav Yechanan that we explained and we can answer this part at least. Ditznan. Okay, so pay attention to this Shiloh because we're going to address it tomorrow and pay attention to this Raya because we're going to address it tomorrow. So, Tipshit Lebedi Day from Rav Yechanan himself. Ditznan. We've brought this case down before. Hazarek Arba Amas Bekaisel, Lamala Measar. Someone throws. Against the wall, and Rishon Zerabim throws against throws throws something onto the wall. So 
If it's above 10 Tfachim, since it's above 10 Tfachim, it is going to be Potter because you're in a Makam Pator. If you throw less than 10, it's like you threw on the ground. We explain this case. The Gemara asks, I don't understand. We're assuming you took a ball or something, right? You took a ball, you threw it, you're standing you know, from here to the wall, 20 feet away. And throw it against the wall over there, okay? And what's going to happen to that ball? It's going to bounce right back to me, right? So it's going to come back right inside of my Daladama. So why am I chayv? I didn't lamaisa end up throwing Daladama. There was no hanacha outside Daladama. We well, we're going to discuss that also tomorrow. But wait, wait, that's not what we're saying is, the one is asking, there has, it has to stop. There has to be hanacha. Case, the cake stick exactly. So the Gemara says, okay, good. I'm glad you remember. Now, what are we talking about? Not a ball, but rather a sticky cake. Sticky cake sticks on the wall, and therefore you had hanacha on the wall and never bounced back. Okay? Now, very interesting question. Suppose I was exactly Dalad Amas away, and I take the sticky cake and throw it against the wall. Exactly Dalad Amas. So it's stuck to the wall, except that as it's stuck to the wall, it, took, it reduced my Dalad Amas. Right? The, the cake reduces the Dalanamas because I didn't throw the object entire Dalanamas. Part of it's Teich my Dalanamas. Elamai, what do we see? So we say, so what do we see? Very clearly, we're trying to say that we see from here that when you throw something and it reduces your space, even though it happens at the same time, you're still going to be chayev. The Gemara says, no, I don't like that riot. You want to know why? Whoa, it's a big difference. There, I'm taking a, a sticky cake, throwing it against the wall. So I'm not trying to destroy my mechitza. I'm not trying to destroy my daladamas. I'm putting a sticky cake against the wall. So I'm reducing my airspace, fine, but it's a foreign object. When I'm taking dirt and putting it into the bar, I'm destroying my rishas ayachid. So when I put the cake against, when I throw the cake against the wall, I'm not, I'm not reducing my airspace. It's not, here, I'm being mevatel mechitza. I am trying to do away with my rishas hayachid. So it is the same min. It's dirt. I'm taking dirt and I'm covering my bar. I'm now lifting the floor. So it's different than a foreign object taking up space. So when it's a foreign object taking up space, so of course, we're going to say, you're not being mevatel anything there. There's just an object, but here, where I'm being mevatel the mechitza, by putting dirt into the bottom of the pit, I'm raising up the floor, maybe there's still a Shiloh. It's not a vato by the cake because I don't have a mind break being vato? No, because it's not, your, because cake can't, we're, we're not saying that your cake becomes part of the wall. Oh, okay. Right? We're not, that's not what we're saying. But here, your dirt, you're trying to raise the floor of your pit. You're, the dirt is raising the floor of your pit. Right? In other words, it, when, you put, when you throw the cake on the wall, we're not saying that we're going to view the wall as if it's now whatever the width of the cake is protruding out, and that's really you threw it to. Because a cake is not mavatal a wall. You're not adding to your wall by throwing a cake on it. Yeah, even, if it even if it was, the fact of the matter is you haven't changed the fact that outside of whatever it is, it's still four ounces and that's just a rabbit. That's what I was thinking. Like, no, but with the, 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 the bar, I don't have a bar that's... I don't have a bar, I don't have a bar, you I'm a vatal it. I'm a vato it. Okay. Bye, Rabba. One more Shaila. Great. Another great Shaila. I love these Shailas. Bye, Rabba. Zark daf and Fenacha Gabi, you say this. So let's say you throw a board 
Okay, you have four, uh, you know, posts sticking up, and you throw a board on top of it. Mahu, my kabibayalon. So what's going to happen? I throw a board on top of it. What's the deal? Okay. So what happened was they're ten high, and these pegs were not four wide. Okay, but the board is four wide. So now we'll say, like, just like a post, right? A post, we've had this before. Stick with a post on top, right? Kind of a knots, but right at the top. So I have four, you know, I think these four things, assuming that they were the same height. And I throw a board on top of it. So this, the space is not four, but I throw a big board on top of it, you know, two by four, uh, you know, a four foot by eight foot board on top of it. And now I have an area, I have a shayachid. So bahu. Michael, what's your shayla here? You want to know how nachas chayfetz vasias mechitza b'hadadika asu? So that was exactly what Rabbi Yechanan was asking. Again, that was the same shayla. If you're making your mechitza at the same time, is that at the same time as you're doing yanachah? Which one is it? So he says, no. Kikami b'ayle the rava. I have a different shayla. I'm asking a different question. You go into zarek daf. I took a board, and on this board the chayfetz al gabav. It had a chayfetz on top of it. So now. Do I say that when I take the object on top of this board and I throw the board on top of the pegs, that now I have a hanacha for the object? Oidilma, okay, or, and, and, and is it subject to the shaila? Oidilma, maybe it's not even subject to the shaila. Once, what, what's going to happen? The board's going to land, thump. What's going to happen to the object on top of the board? It's going to pop up, right? Gravity. By force, physics, as soon as that board comes down, the object sitting on top of it is going to jump up a little bit and then it's going to reland. So maybe I'll say that when it relands, even delay after delay make the point that the object won't jump a little bit. So then, and then come down, do I say it's part of that? Do I say it's even part of that Shiloh or not? Right? He went ahead and asked the Shiloh, what is about Zarak, the board? We said, well, we already asked that Shiloh, so what are you asking me? So he said, no, 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 no. I asked you about the board. Good. Then I don't know. Now, what about the chayfetz? Will I say that it's for sure a hanacha, or does it fit into the same shallow that you have? Chayfetz on top of the board before I pick the board. Yes, yes. So then when I did the akira and put it on there, it wouldn't, it wouldn't make it like a... What we're saying is once you put the board on top... But I don't have a chayfetz for what gravity would be after the board was already on top already. Okay, it popped up. It's not my... I, I didn't go and throw it... Chayfetz? Sure. Sure. And we're going to see that actually on tomorrow's daf as well. So it's fun. A lot of the shayas you're asking today, they're going to come tomorrow. Kaychay the, the... is going to be chayv. Even if you don't do it, if, if, if you, you cause something to move, and that's on Acha, sure. How tall were the pegs? Uh, ten high. So if they were less than ten, it for sure would be... Yeah, they were ten high. They were ten high. Yeah. Okay. Teku, so we don't answer that. Shiloh, we don't know if it's subject to Rabbi Yechid and Shiloh or not. Um, so stop here. As a, just do a quick review. We started with the fact that we said the Krushim had uh, grooves and the Adanim were hollow. And we said that the rings of the Ureas look like stars. Um, we said that the Ureas Tachlanis were made of, of fabric and the upper ones were made of Maiseizim and that was actually of greater Chachma. We discussed the Gezus Trois in regards to the porches on top of Rosh Harabim. We discussed that in regards to, um, and then how the Agala looked. We said that the Agala um, was uh, five, it was five long, and it was actually two and a half wide, and then you had the wheels and the axles and all that was another two and a half, one and a quarter on each side, and then a space of five in between. So that was, you know, five for the Agala, five in between, five for the Agala, 
So how do you get Rosh Hashanah of, of 16? Because you had a half arm on each side. And then we discussed the Cholios Habar. We said that if you take the bar and the rim on top, that's Mitztaref. And a Sela also, it's going to be, if they're 10 high and 4 by 4, Noitel and Noisen, you're going to be Chayev. And then we had the following Shilas. Number one, we wanted to know if you had an Amud and you threw on top of it, Okay, do we say that you're going to be chayev for throwing on top of it because it went through a makam patur and um, we were split. Some of the Amram said that's our Mishnah and some said no, our Mishnah could be talking about a case where even let's say on the Sela, where somehow either the Haritzi, you had the channel on the top or you had a protrusion coming out, but somehow that there was, it was put somewhere where it never had to go above Yud. So maybe you can't bring a riot from our Gemara. Then we asked, what about um, if you had a wall which is Rabbim and and if you had, there was a Rosh Rabbim and you had a wall next to it that was making a Carmelis, and you turn that Carmelis into a Rosh Hayachid, either, you know, by minimizing it to make it less than base of Saim or making it Mokaf Ladira, do we say that the top of the walls are going to be Potter? And the Gemara said, Ula brought down Ula, said Kava Chaymer, that if, if it makes the space inside the walls into Rosh Hayachid, for sure the walls on top are going to be Rosh Hayachid. We asked Rabbi Yechon and asked, what about Bar Vachol Yosel? So let's say you had a Bar Tess and you took a cholya and you were mashlam it to yud, are you going to be chayav on that? And we said, Imtim Salem, or even if you want to say that since the akira didn't happen when it was just a yachid, what happened if it was the other way? You took dirt from Rosh Hashanah and you dumped it into the bottom. Do we say that silk mechitz on enough this happens at the same time? We don't answer that, Shaila. Okay, we tried to prove from the case of Devela Shmena, but we said that they were different because Devela Shmena um, is not being mavatal your rishos versus the cholya is. And Rabbah asked the Shaila, originally we thought maybe you know, about sticking the daf on top of the pegs, the board on top of the pegs, and we thought that that might have been the same Shiloh, and the Gemara said no, that uh, Rabbah had a, a, an additional Shiloh on that, what happens if there's a chafetz on it, since when you put the board down, it's going to jump a little, is that considered a hanach or not?